Welcome back to Strong Thoughts, the Anti-Influencer Podcast. My name is Ben Skutnik. I'm your host. And this is technically our second episode, but really our first episode. And today, given that it's the first real episode, I wanted to lay some foundational components to a lot of what we will use or I will use as we explore the messages being put out by these influencers. And I mentioned, if you listen to the little intro preview podcast episode, a couple concepts that we'll talk about today, and then we'll add one more that you've probably heard, but maybe don't fully understand. And so today I want to get at three different concepts, and that is signal, noise, and bias. So of those three, you have probably heard bias be used the most. In fact, many of the influencers We'll talk about how we have our own inherent biases and we need to drop them, right? We need to remove our own bias so we can see whatever it is they want us to see. And that sounds compelling, right? A lot of us have probably bought into that, but we'll discuss why that might not be as promising as it sounds. And we'll discuss how it relates to the other two concepts of signal and noise, which I had mentioned before and really is at the heart of all of this. Now, if you listen to the intro podcast, you know that I am a research scientist by trade. And so what's that mean? Well, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean a bunch of nerds in white lab coats, uh, but it kind of means that. But really what it means is I have been trained in data acquisition. What is data acquisition? Well, in short, it's just getting numbers, I guess, and In my field of exercise physiology or human performance, those numbers usually have something to do with exercise or performance. And so probably the most common number that you will have known and and I collect on a regular basis is heart rate, right? Heart rate is probably the easiest piece of data to collect in the lab or in the field. And it's the one that people understand the most, right? Heart rate, how many times your heart beats per minute. We have a lot of technology available to us uh, in the lab, but also in the mass market, right? Every watch, every smartwatch at least, can collect heart rate. Uh, We have commercially available heart rate monitors. And in the lab, we might have some more advanced techniques like uh, EKG, where we actually hook up the wires to the individual, right? This kind of stuff you see in the hospital. But all of those are searching for a signal. And that signal when we're talking about heart rate at least, is the electrical activity created by the heart. And I'm not going to go too deep into the physiology, but what you need to know is your heart rate is driven by electrical activity. And that electrical activity can be detected by these heart rate monitors if placed close enough to the heart. And depending on what kind of device you have, that signal, the electrical activity, will be collected by the device and transmitted, maybe Bluetooth, uh, or if we are in the lab or the hospital setting, we have some hardwired devices. And so what was that all about, Ben? Well, that's just to show you what signal is. Signal is the message. And when we're talking about data acquisition, it's the variable that we're interested in. But when we're talking about information acquisition, right? And that's what we're looking at when we're talking about influencers and the space that they take in in the... product, I guess, that they put out. When we're talking about information acquisition, the signal is the message. 
What are they saying? Not what are they telling you, but what are they really saying? And the difference between what they're saying and what they're telling you, well, that falls in what we would call noise. And so let's go back to data acquisition in the lab. If a signal is noisy, what that means is there's a lot of excess activity being detected. And so as I'm recording this podcast right now, I can see a sound wave, right? I, I'm sure you've all seen that. In fact, if you look at the Instagram slides, you see kind of that wave form on the Instagram slide for these podcasts. And on that sound wave, that signal is there, the sound of my voice, but there's also other ripples, tiny ripples. Maybe that's background noise. Maybe that's some pops in my microphone, right? But all of that excess, well, that's noise. And what noise does is it makes it a little bit more difficult to detect the true signal, right? Noise will expand the signal received, but it includes excess that we don't really care for. And so when we're talking about data acquisition, what we try and do is we try to have the most sensitive sensors, but with the high degree of sensitivity, they also get a lot of noise, right? Because sensitivity is kind of universal, right? It'll pick up anything. And so a highly sensitive device will also potentially have a lot of noise, but we can control that. And in data acquisition, we can apply filters. And all filters do is say, we know that whatever signal we're detecting should be in a certain range, right? When I go through and do some post-production on this file, this audio file, I will say, I want the volume of my voice to be within a certain range. And anything outside of that range, I want to remove, right? Highs and lows. And so that's the noise that we're talking about. It just muddies up the signal. The last thing I want to talk about is bias, right? Bias, when it comes to data acquisition, is kind of an average, right? Bias is the average of the noise. Or, another way of saying that, bias is the average of the error, right? Because noise is an error, meaning... Noise gets picked up, it gets detected, the sensor thinks it's the signal, but in reality it's not, so it's an error, right? And everything, every sensor, every device, and every human has some error within it, some standard error, meaning we make mistakes, right? We are only human, but in fact machines make mistakes as well. The bias is the average of all of those mistakes. The noise... Well, that's the variance of those mistakes. And so one way you can think about it in general, you think about a bathroom scale, right? You step on the scale and you assume it's going to tell you an accurate reading for your weight. But there is noise and bias within that scale. Bias would be if that scale always shows a heavier weight or a lighter weight than what you actually are. Right. And if you were ever in a combat sport, maybe wrestling or, or boxing or MMA or jujitsu or some some sport weightlifting that you have to weigh in, you might have a old scale at the gym and maybe everybody says like, oh, yeah, that scale just comes in a little bit heavy. Right. So that means it's biased towards a heavier weight. But noise when it comes to the scale, noise would be if you step on there 10, 12, 14 times back to back to back to back, 
you would get a different reading each time. Some high, some low, right? All of those would be mistaken readings, and those would all be considered noise or the variance within the error, right? Now, if you're working with something cheap, it's likely to be noisy and bias, right? But what does bias have to do with the decisions that we make based off the information we hear? Well, like I said, a lot of influencers want to discuss bias. They want to say we have our own inherent biases and we need to drop them so that we can look at things unbiased. And that might be true. We should probably recognize the bias that we inherently have. But we can't really do anything proactively about our bias because mathematically, and I I don't want to go too deep here, but mathematically bias is an average, which means it's a, it's an end product, right? We can retroactively recognize bias, right? But we can't actively correct bias until it happens. And so what's that look like in, you know, the field of health and fitness? Well, I think generally the field, health professionals, fitness professionals, would collectively agree that everybody should lift weights, right? Everybody should do some kind of resistance training. The recommendations from things like the ACSM state that we should participate in resistance training probably two to three times a week. You know, somebody like a Louis Simmons, who's a famous uh, powerlifting coach from Westside Barbell, probably the most famous powerlifting coach, certainly on the Mount Rushmore of powerlifting coaches, he would say lift heavy weights every day, right? Maybe twice a day if you could. But in general, the health and fitness field say we should lift weights regularly. So we are biased towards that because if you can believe it or not, at a time in the not so distant past, that wasn't agreed upon. In fact, it might've been agreed the other way. Lifting weights could be dangerous. Right? And we still hear some artifact of that. Some people still say in certain populations, especially, right? We talk about kids maybe or, or women who are pregnant or elderly, right? You should watch out. Lifting weights could be dangerous. Fair enough, right? But in general, we all agree that lifting weights should happen. So we are biased towards that point. Now, remember, bias is the average of all errors. Bias is the average of the noise, And this shows up in people explaining how we should lift weights, right? And this concept is where influencers come, right? Because influencers are going to tell you how you should do things, and they're going to sell you on how you should do things, or more importantly, they're going to sell you on how you should do things their way. But again, not all influencers are necessarily bad, right? As you, as I mentioned in the intro podcast episode, everybody should have a role model, someone who does influence their life, a mentor. And so having someone explain to you how to lift weights is not a bad thing, but it's when people are telling you with bite-sized comments and little context, well, that's where we run into issue. And currently, this can be seen in the field 
in something as silly as how deep should you squat, right? The noise is abundant there. You have some influencers like Dr. Joel Seedman who will say 90 degrees, right? That's the angle. You'll have some individuals uh, like Squat University that will say full depth all the time. And so those are two examples, but there are many more. All of them saying something different about the same thing. Everybody agrees you should squat. Everybody agrees you should lift heavy weights, but how you do it. And so the noise muddies the signal. The signal is lift weights regularly. The noise is where people get stuck on an island. And then it comes to the consumer. If you're listening to this, chances are you probably understand exercise to some extent. You might be a coach. You might be a fitness professional. You might be somebody who studies this like I do. But you probably understand to some extent. And what we forget is that there's a lot of people who don't. And there's a lot of people who think that just because somebody has a lot of followers or somebody has a loud voice or somebody is the noisiest of the noises, that maybe they're the authority. And we'll dive into how that's a problem. We call that the appeal to authority. That's another foundational concept we need to understand before we understand how to dissect influencers' messages. But it's the noise that gets us in trouble. And so then we go to the individual level. What can we change? Because we're still searching for the signal, right? The signal is the message we want. The signal is the message that we're looking for. But what can we really change? Can we change the bias? Despite what influencers want us to think, we can't. Because bias is average of all noise, but bias is also systemic. Again, the entire field collectively could agree that lifting weights is a good thing. And I say that knowing that there are individuals out there who do not think so. Another great example is the use of creatine. We still have some noise from almost a a century ago that creatine could be dangerous and cause kidney failure despite the overwhelming agreement of all researchers that creatine is not only beneficial but it might be essential in things beyond performance like cognitive ability and things that matter in the long term much more than just power output or lean uh, muscle production but the noise is still affecting Even though the bias says everybody should take creatine, the average is, yes, creatine is a good thing, but on an individual basis, the noise is still affecting people to where we always hear the question, well, I heard it's bad for your kidneys, or I heard it'll lead to water weight, or I heard it'll dehydrate you, right? So the noise is what we need to worry about. Should we know our bias? Sure, because it's going to help us understand the decisions we make. But the noise is going to help us understand the direction we go. Bias is the average of the noise. You can be biased towards or away from something, but it's the average of the noise. So the noise is what pushes us there. We can be proactive about the noise. We can only be reactive about bias. So we should be able to identify our bias, 
but we need to be able to sift through, actively sift through the noise. Why? Because we want to detect the signal. We want the cleanest signal possible. So that's kind of important. I hope you guys understand that. If you don't understand that, let me know. I can try to do a better job to describe what signal, noise, and bias is. If you're interested, uh, Dr. Daniel Kahneman, Kahneman, K-A-H-N-E-M-A-N, has written a couple books about this. You might have read uh, his first or maybe his uh, most notable book about fast thinking called Thinking Fast and Slow. Uh, he has a more recent book dealing with noise, right? And so I don't want you to be too lost on this, but it is a little bit of a deep dive to fully understand. But the big takeaway is bias is the average of the noise. Noise is the error to the signal. We can only retroactively change our bias, but we can actively influence our filters of the noise to detect the strongest signal. Thanks guys for listening. This has been the first of hopefully many episodes of Strong Thoughts, the anti-influencer podcast. You can find me, Ben Skutnik, your host on Instagram at Ben Skutnik. And if you guys liked this episode, go ahead, subscribe because there'll be more to come. Give me some comments. All feedback is welcome. If you think this sucks, I guess I'll hear that too. And if you have any specific topics you'd like to discuss, some, some specific messages that influencers are putting out, go ahead and drop me a DM on Instagram or you can send an email to strongthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. In the next episode, we'll talk about the appeal to authority what that means, the nuances of that, and how it shows up across the influencer's messages. And then I want to touch on a couple more things that are prevalent themes across many influencers, and then maybe we'll dive into the nitty-gritty. Until next time, keep thinking. <laughs>